invite people into that world of ambiguity and comfort people that it is a world of polarities and that there is no black and white controlling solution for everything but that ambiguity is also a context for action i'm shannon lucas and i'm tracy lovejoy and we're the co-ceos of catalyst constellations which is dedicated to catalyzing innate change makers to accelerate positive change this is our podcast, Move, Move Fast, Fast, Break Shit, Shit Burn Out, where we highlight catalysts that are creating amazing change in the world. And I am so thrilled today to have my good friend and strategic partner, Julie from Nextworks. Julie has been CEO and a partner at Nextworks since 2018. Nextworks firmly believes that companies should invest 10% of their time in exploring the day after tomorrow. By bringing the right inspiration, stories, and connections, they help companies to find direction, a sense of urgency, and build enthusiasm for the future, which we'll unpack more. As a natural communicator with five years experience in the corporate FMCG environment, she understands how organizations not only have to um, focus on putting their customer first, but also on building the right organization to achieve that. It's so fun to have you here with us today, Julie. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for inviting me. It's great to be here. All right. So first, we'd love to understand how you relate to the concept of catalyst. Well, very well. Um, I think one word that comes to mind is discovery. Um, I remember... yeah, it was an exciting, it was not so exciting, but at the time that everybody remembers, it was the COVID uh, years when you invited me into the concept session. And I was like, yeah, curious to hear more. Uh, but that was more indeed from a strategic point of view, because indeed we are passionate to see um, how do you create change and engagement for change and for the future in an organization. And it sounded like, hey, um, Catalyst seems to be a match or, or a puzzle, puzzle piece in that. Um, and then after a few weeks, I was like, oh, my God, this is also just me. So I, I really had an aha moment. And I, uh, I really still share that um, with a lot of other people to to explain them why I calmed down in a sense. Um, because, I mean, yeah, you could say I'm sort of an ID fountain and then um, it just drains you from time to time because you have tons of IDs. And then you're yeah, starting to doubt yourself, uh, like, is it a good ID? But the whole catalyst notion made me understand what what things should go slower. I would say, um, so yeah, I think that that's how it relates to me. And um, maybe lastly, what I um, what I still hope for is to to explain it a little bit more tangible to my environment as well, because I I do recognize that same process that I had in the beginning of realizing, yeah, what is it? Because of course the word says something. But then I really got to an understanding of what it means. And that that was a whole different world, I would say. Yeah. And thank you for that key takeaway. Like the, the move fast part of the book is not actually the, the title of the book is sort of our default of how we are when we're not intentional. And what I love about what you just said is when you actually learn what it means to be a catalyst versus other people, part of the call to action for us is slow down a little bit so that we can move faster in the end and bring the other people along, along with us. And, and you've uniquely called that out as you've related to the concept of catalyst. So thanks. Um, I've been a huge fan of Nextworks for years, so I'm super curious as CEO of Nextworks, what you're up to, what you're catalyzing these days, and maybe set the context uh, for us there. Yeah, I think you already mentioned it a little bit in the beginning, because um, I mean, I've been in in the company for almost six years right now, and um, we had a huge struggle with 
just explaining what we do. Um, and it was always a big, big story and, and everybody was telling a different story. And if you ask people in the company, like, what do we do? It's like, yeah, I mean, you've got, you just got a bunch of answers. Um, I think the past uh, two, three years were really focused on how can we define and uh, and bring our Nextworks purpose really alive. Uh, so we really started crystallizing what we stand for. Um, and that is, as you mentioned, making sure that each organization spends 10% of its time on the day after tomorrow, exploring to find opportunities, create shared enthusiasm and sense those urgencies. So uh, we really translated that to a manifesto uh, and really the reason why we exist. So um, I think that's the context of what we've been working on since, uh, since a couple of years. And so as you've gone, gone along that path, like what's worked, what are some of the challenges? Uh, but you have to be patient and go step by step again, I think. Um, so we started with, yeah, making sure that we have one story. Um, and of course, we, we have that one story, but like, what is what is the essence of it? How do we keep it um, short and snappy that it's not like a book you have to read, but just one sentence uh, that summarizes it all. So I think first of all, we had discussions on, okay, what is that sentence? Um, so making sure that everybody feels that and that it is grounded is, uh, I think, a first step. I, uh, I use that phrase in, the, in other meetings we had is like, if, if you want to go to Disneyland and you don't like Mickey Mouse, I mean, that, that just doesn't work up. So that had to be in sync. Um, I think secondly, it's making sure that internally we all live and feel that uh, purpose as well. And that goes from having really that one Nextworks deck, that one Nextworks identity um, internally, but then also, of course, making sure that that, um, I mean, gets translated to a website where it was nowhere present. So in each conversation with our customers, we had to explain like, this is what we're about. And if people then go to the website, they didn't recognize that anymore. So just making sure that all those touch points with our company are in sync. Um, yeah, it's pretty important. Um, another example uh, or learning journeys, um, the actual, uh, one of the actual translations of, of, of our purpose, of course, is that we take companies um, to all sorts of places in the world or in their home place, but basically we're a curator of stories and those stories really inspire them. They connect them to new stories that then inspire them to do more with the future. Um, mm. But what we did in the beginning, or I mean, in those programs, we never told them why we're doing that. We just organized the thing, but we forgot to tell them why. And so those types of things are, uh, are initiatives that we're now really, really very intentional about. Purpose can be such a powerful tool, unifying force. Uh, there, you know, you can have almost this limitless energy well when you like resonate with a purpose and understand why you're there. And so, I'm, I guess I have a two-sided question: is like, what does it look like, or what has the impact been on the internal Nextworks team of you going through this purpose process? And then, you know, I'm guessing then that walking the talk, how did that spill over to your relationships with your customers? Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, internally, it gives a sense of, of um, direction, of course, as well, like what is our own day after tomorrow, because we as well have steps to take and what's the next step in that. Um, four years ago, we just did the learning experience, but what other ways are there to inspire companies and to get people together? So there's a, a whole evolution there and every single decision we have to make is always in the light of that purpose, like does this serve our purpose or not? Um, and, and that's, that's really a guardrail, I would say. Um, 
in conversation with our customers uh, and the work that we do, um, I really see a shifting attitude in, in companies. And I mean, uh, I, mm-hmm. Tracy, you do wonderful research as well. And I think what we're seeing there is that, the, and we're seeing that with our customers as well, like the old ways of, of strategizing and making sure like what's the next step, they sometimes are just not fitting anymore. Speed is 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 a is, is a subject. Um, so our customers as well, they they wonder like, okay, how can I keep up? How can I make sure that um, that my strategy is still in tune with the world? So that's not a one-off question. So we have now customers asking different questions, saying, hey, what are the initiatives? What are the structures that I have to have in my company to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm up to speed and secondly that everybody's up to speed that this is also an inclusive story where everybody feels at home uh, in our company and in our story i would say if that's yeah no it's so it's so powerful so resonant with everything that we're hearing too but it's also a great segue because i I wanted to ask you about key learnings like really i mean if you guys are spending 10 percent of your time at nextworks focusing on the day after tomorrow like how do you operationalize that how are you carving that time out and i mean a fast moving company that's you know continuing to sort of yeah move at the speed of the market yeah, it's, um, I mean, we're a company as any other. So it's a struggle for us as well. It's not that like, oh, here, that's easy. Uh, so let's let's be blunt about that. Um, I think one very particular initiative, for example, is that we, we do a yearly inspiration trip with our team ourselves. Uh, so to make sure that we already have that. Um, we have weekly sharing lunches where we specifically focus on sharing stories. Uh, and then, of course, we're we're building also our strategy towards uh, the future and, and embedding those ideas step by step because lots of ideas, but that relates back to the first point of being a catalyst. Um, we also learned you cannot launch them all together and it's better to do them one by one, but all together, I would say. <laughs> Uh, awesome. And thanks for the sort of transparency. I mean, it's like when people ask the question, it's not like anyone has the magic wand. If we had the magic wand, we'd be magic wand, magic wanding it, if you can make that into a verb. But um, are there any other key learnings as you've gone on this purpose journey and alignment journey that you want to share with our listeners? Um, but first of all, it's uh, it's not an easy ride. So, I mean, you, you just have to be disciplined and um, and persevere in what you're building and where you're going through. So having that long-term vision is very important and should be carried into your organization. Um, I think, yeah, the learnings, creating that consistency, repeating that story over and over again in every single touch point that you have internally and externally, I think is crucial. Um, Because you also have to meet everybody where they are. Um, We, for example, also have customers, no, we have customers that now work for us so they have a certain vision on us and that's their reality but then so you have to kind of see like what what is it actually and so in each of the each of the different roles that we um that we have in our company we also build this story together and support it together um so writing it down making sure it becomes tangible repeating it with stories also not just uh mm-hmm. not just to the story written out but like the stories that show that it happened for example we we had a customer last year doing a strategy deep dive from from really this belief of hey we have to look more towards the future and then embed this back into our company and they told me as well like wow after that you really have a sort of a hard moment because you have to kind of translate this into your company but now they're also saying similarly hey we have this on the rails right now but 
we now know it's also important to keep that lens, to keep that outside in thinking right. alive. And those are the initiatives we want to take for that. And then that's the moment you say, hey, this is this is what it's all about. And this is how we're together, I guess, with our customers are building a future. So I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I've read most of Peter's books and the, and the day after tomorrow. How do you articulate to customers the value of, of carving out that 10% time looking at the day after tomorrow opportunities? Um, it's diverse um, because I mean we get there are patterns in the in the types of um, customers or needs of customers that we serve. Um, to give you some examples, some some are strategic. It's defining that purpose. It's defining that strategy going forward. Uh, for other customers, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty clear already, and they are more looking for validation or new ideas to fuel that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a different part. Another track is really engagement that can be one specific team focusing on customer experience for example or that can be the full company and and changing your culture so in terms of value those are very different um i think lastly we have um a lot of customers engaging their network which is also outside their own company for example Mm. providing their customers to think about these things together and of course you build relationships then as well so it's really diverse and it's always the first question that we ask our customers as well. Like, why do you want to do this? Because if you're not clear on that, I mean, it doesn't That's really right. make sense. Um, yeah. And I guess I, I have a follow-on question to that is like, what role do you see Catalyst playing in organizations in terms of either participating in that 10% exploration or activating the 10% that, you know, they've done the discovery and the new idea generation? I think it's huge. Um, I think those are the people that that really like that as well uh, and that get energy from it. I mean, um, we have groups where you you often see people in the beginning of, of the experience like, oh my God, why I'm here and why is this, I, why are we doing this? Uh, and you really have to invite them into that process. But catalysts, I mean, they, they feel like a fish in the water, I would say, if they can do this because they see opportunities everywhere. And they are also the ones that at the end of the week, make sure that it stays alive in the company. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, such a good point. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking like kid in a candy shop is the metaphor that I was thinking about. It's like just that you can feel the ping going off in the head. (laughs) Yeah. And I love the part about like bringing it back because that is often like, I think that's often companies reluctant sometimes to go on this. Like it's just a thought experiment, but we're never going to be able to bring it back in. And if you are intentional about bringing your visionary doers on the bus with you, you're much more likely to be able to activate that in the organization. Yeah, I think so. Also, a second point is it's um, to bring it alive. You have to make it recurrent um, because it's so. It's not of it's not a one off. You have to do it's not as and that's what happened before. It's not one strategic retreat and then we're good for three years. Right. It's how do you keep a conversation internally about these things and how do you fuel those conversations? Um, because I think that recurrency and that structure, which is not a one off, is really key to keep this alive and also to keep to get it actionable because getting it into action is just really not the easy part as well. So you have to sustain that with more elaborate initiatives. Yeah. And I think your point earlier is like, we have to be constantly sensing now, because if you did a sensing trip every two years in the past, that might've been enough. Like you kind of had your finger on the pulse, but it's like, 
I mean, there probably is a question about how much, you know, how, how is enough enough? When is enough enough at this point? I just have to say for listeners, like I've been, I've gotten to participate in a number of your guys' learning journeys and they're, they're fantastic. And I always leave stimulated as well. So um, a strong endorsement for me, for people to participate. I'm going to hand it over to Tracy now. Thanks for sharing. And she will do the rapid fire with you. Finishing, finishing from that thought, I haven't gotten to be on a learning journey, Julie, and just getting to hear more deeply, like I was just making note, it sounds like if you invest in the 10%, like you are clarifying your purpose and vision, you are increasing the ideas, the engagement and the network, and therefore the value to your customer. And I was like, wow. And bringing the customer along on the journey with you, they've done. So, I mean, it's incredible. Totally. And I yeah. love in your story, how Nextworks is modeling this internally so clearly so that it's to your point of the action it can be so murky some of these things and you're like this is how we do it and this is how this organization does it and it's different there's not and that's what's hard to drive to action right it's not a one-size-fits-all McKenzie model right it is so it's so specific to where you are who you are who you serve um We've been we've been pretty stubborn about that, but it's not the easy path. Uh, I think the numbers of times that people said me, "Hey, yeah, then you can help customers with step A to Z to do this," and then we said, "Nah, I don't think so. I don't think this will work because that that's not who we are." So yeah. really, really nice to uh, to hear you summarizing that that way. Thanks, Tracy. Yeah, it really struck me absolutely. All right, into you know kind of the rapid fire in two minutes or less. What actionable nuggets of advice? do you have for Catalyst? Or said another way, what do you wish you'd known at 20? I would know, I would want to know that I am a Catalyst, I think, and to accept that and be more patient. Um, I would say find a way to focus for yourself because, I mean, you're going to have IDs forever. So you really have to think about that on how you'll do that. I mean, park your IDs because otherwise you can confuse people. And um, invite people into that world of ambiguity and comfort people that it is a world of polarities and that there is no black and white controlling solution for everything, but that ambiguity is also a context for action. That's like a, a I, that's a bumper sticker for next works, I feel like. Ambiguity is a context for action. Yes. <laughs> and what advice do you have? You get to work with executives all over the globe. What advice do you have for them in finding and leveraging their catalysts? Well, first of all, realize what a catalyst is. I really, that's really the first stepping stone and, and not one to underestimate, I think. Um, secondly, open that discussion uh, in your team. I mean, who might they be or do you feel like one or let people explore whether they identify with it. Um, and I think step number three only is the thing that we, we then also help in and, and yeah, orchestrate the context for those catalysts. I mean, make sure that they find structures where they can ideate and where they can explore the future and where they can move into action, but also let them know when not to <laughs> and when it's counterproductive. Yeah, that's so well laid out and the structures are so key, right? It's one thing to just find your <clears throat> innovators and idea people, but if you don't give them that context and structure in which to be successful, it kind of falls apart. They can be too disruptive or there's nowhere for things to land. Um, and I love that Nextworks is helping really build that scaffolding. 
And I just have to jump in because the guardrails that you mentioned are something that we don't talk about enough. It's like, <clears throat> it's the being honest, it's the truthfulness in the relationship. Like here's the boundaries and that clarity can help catalysts actually lean in in a way that they're not, they're no longer afraid. I know what the context is. Um, and I think it's like, it's doing everyone a service of just being like, there's a choicefulness now. Is, is that enough for me? It sets everyone up for more success. I agree. And definitions matter. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. What is the worst part about being a catalyst for you, Julie? Julie? Uh, Peter um, described uh, <laughs> something yesterday as a never-ending sense of enthusiasm. Um, I mean, <laughs> can be a very good thing, but it also tends to make your life very, very busy. And I think balancing that is a very tricky thing. So, and uh, I do realize that's something that probably will never end. <laughs> um, because it's just who you are. I think of that childhood dream of the hallway that keeps getting further and further away and how <laughs> you're right that for a catalyst, like that's our life, right? It's just like the never ending hallway, right? If we don't stop and look at the doors and kind of relax and think about burnout and celebrate, it is just whew, forever. Yeah, once you commit to something, you never, you don't always know what's coming up um, along that journey. And, and you tend to say yes, because I mean, you're enthusiastic and you see the potential and you see the ideas and you're excited and you think along, but yeah, you really have to make choices, I guess. Another good piece of advice for our 20 year old selves, right? Be patient, <laughs> make choices. All right, wow. so what's the best part about being a catalyst? <laughs> what can we celebrate? it's a joy of course also the never-ending sense of enthusiasm I mean you have a really rich life in my opinion I'm um, I'm not 20 anymore unfortunately but uh, <laughs> I think the past and the future it's uh, it's pretty rich it's not boring at all um, and I think uh, having the privilege and and I mean also of course the drive to to go and explore and experience new things and and enjoy that and definitely also build that with others and I think there's where realizing you're a catalyst really helps because in that process to do it with others that might feel less comfortable on that uh, on that id train i would say mm -hmm. um it's really a joy to um yeah to experience that and to build things together um as long as you do it consciously it's um it's really it's really rich yeah that's a theme i'm hearing across this conversation of as shannon was saying the structures right the guardrails the consciousness that you're talking about the intentionality and how that can change what our experience feels like when we have that built in. That's brilliant. As we wrap up, Julie, what calls to action do you have for our audience? What would you like to share? Uh, but yeah, first of all, what's your 10%? So look at yourself, look at your company, I would say to, um, to see what are the structures, the initiatives, the conversations you enable or have with yourself or your team or your company to, to make sure that you have ways in that the outside world comes into your world. Um, yeah, and secondly, I mean, of course, we, we have tons of inspiration for you to do that. I mean, um, maybe to name one, we have a free uh, Nextworks community as well. Uh, we, we actually launched it a week ago and already have a thousand enthusiasts for that. Ooh, nice. um, so Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. And join us there. Uh, join the conversation, ask what you're looking for and, uh, I think we're founded on the belief that the network always wins and I, that's really the place to get it started. Join the Nextworks network. Absolutely. Everybody out there, that's fairy dust. Let's go do that. Let's jump into that. Very well, Julie, we, 
<laughs> you just yeah. go to the home page. There's a button at the right top. That's it. That's where you need to be. And we'll put the link in the show notes. The link right. in the show notes. It'll be there. That's well, awesome. you know, Shannon and I are always on the front lines getting to watch with you, getting to, to partner with you. But we are very eager to continue to watch the, prog the progress of Nextworks and building all the organizations to help us all be really ready for the day after tomorrow, Julie. So thank you for the important work that you and Nextworks do. Thanks. Thanks for the conversation. I think uh, the future is together. Agreed. And thank you, audience, for listening. If you'd like to learn more about how to accelerate positive change, go to our website at www.catalystconstellations.com. And be sure to check out our book, Move Fast, Break Shit, Burn Out. If you have other catalysts in your life, hit the share button and send the link their way. Thanks again. <laughs>